0: This is the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast. The Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast. You're listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast. If you're looking for easy listening, you're in the wrong place. But if you want to put in the work to change your life for the better, laugh a little bit and learn a lot about yourself, get ready. This ain't your basic podcast. Here she is to give you all the tools you need to feel empowered, healthy, sexy, and informed. This is Casey Ship.
1: What's up, what's up? Casey Ship here. It's Sunday. What time is it, Anderson? It's 12.52, Sunday yes. on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. She's about to go back home. And uh, she's going to work. Where do you work, Steakhouse? Bone Island Girl House. In Athens. If you need to stalk her, that's (laughs) where she'll be. (laughs) Hey, scoot over. We're outside, actually, because Grady's in there playing on his iPad, and the other one's asleep. You want to scoot over and get all the sun? No, I'm good. She says she wants a tan. (laughs) So anyway, we were painting, finishing a dresser, and sitting there eating and talking about podcasts, and I said, oh, my God, let's do one right now because of what we've been going over with teens and I've had my life coaching clients uh, you know it's a big deal it's a big deal and I've told you before science-based like when you get married they say you'll divorce within the seven first seven years like that's the highest probability and then the next time oh you hear the trees and then the next time is um, when you have teenagers and <clears throat> I will say that it has been a challenge like when Anderson went through you know puberty she went from the, you know, little girl, like, you see my little boys, she went from that to, now she's argumentative, has an opinion, is moody, you know, she's like me, and it was just weird, it's a weird transition, and, uh, as the time, you know, went on and everything, it, it almost kind of got worse for me, from the parent perspective, and, uh, I don't know if I told this on my live, yeah, I think I went over this on the live, and it's on, actually on a podcast, maybe right before this, but... She came over, what was it, like, two or three times ago, and I was like, you need counseling. And she was like, what the, f- what the fuck? She didn't even answer me. Like, we, were, we had gotten into an argument about it. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, she's probably saying, this, this is going to be a really good podcast. <laughs> um, and I was meditating, and I realized that she is, she is going through and went through the same thing I did when I was a teen. Like, I felt the same way, and uh, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, oh, my God. Like here, and, here, and I know what my deal is, and if you know anything about me, it's you know what kind of upbringing I had and everything that was going on. And I was just, I could relate to her on so many levels. And had to go back and do some inner child therapy for myself um, and just <clears throat> really reflected on that. And I was like, wow, because your kids are a direct reflection of you, uh, just like other people. Like, usually what you don't like in somebody It's one of two things. It's either a mere reflection of you or it's, um, they're just, if you don't like, yeah, if you don't like them, why are you hanging out with them? But usually there's something about them. Or if you do like them, you know, if you notice somebody and you're like, you're really freaking awesome because of X, Y, and Z, it's usually, you you possess those same qualities. So, a lot of the parents don't want to hear this, but deep, deep down, way back when somewhere, uh, you probably went through something similar or either the other parent did. So, that's all this is, and we're just, that's what we're going to get into, and it's we're going to give it to you from her perspective. She's seventeen; her birthday's she's January, so she just turned seven. Well, kinda like 17 seventeen and a half. Yeah. Um, going into her senior year, and she had another breakdown the other day, and it started with, <coughs> excuse me, you know, it started with surface level shit, like oh, it was about college, or she's stressed about this. And then we got to the deeper, deeper levels. But if I was just a normal parent and unaware, uh, you know, unaware, I would have fought with her, had more animosity towards her, and just more anger towards her. Period. Instead, you know, I pause for a minute. I'm like, okay, here it is. Here's what. Here's what needs to go on, and here's what we need to go over. So I just want to bring out some things that your teens are actually going through because it's it's amazing. And you know, if you follow Brene Brown, she talks about this. She says. It, it's actually kind of cute and funny, but uh, the kid, she said her kid was in middle school and uh, came home and was like, Mom, so-and-so, you know, said this, and their locker is this way, and mine's here, <laughs> and she, like, said no, and, oh, can you believe it? <laughs> and Brene's sitting there going, she's looking at her thinking, should I tell her that I'm worried that we won't make mortgage, and her aunt uh, Dolly just took too many pills, and her dad's doing this, and, you know, you know, it's like. The parents, how much shit we have on our mind, and then your kids, like that, you want to tell them, like, "Uh, don't worry about it because it's irrelevant. But really, that's not a good way to look at it because that's their world, and you have to respect that because you just have to respect that. You know, you have to pause, and that's what's going on in their world, and we as parents, we see that, and they're like, oh, you don't know, you don't know nothing. And we just blow it off, and we're like, you need to do this, you need to... Anyway, so I'm going to get straight into it because there's a lot there, but let's start with... Um, when we were going through, see, I don't want to be in the sun, but I will. When we were going through the other day, I'm trying to get into the headphone microphone. Um, we started out and you said that you felt pressure, expectations was the word, Mm -hmm. about school. Yes. What are expectations you personally felt like you had on you?
2: Well, at my school, we go through, so you come in freshman year, your second day of school, you're in about an hour long are like 45 minute long lecture with the principal and the counselors telling you how important it is to take APs to make A's in all of your classes to do all of your extracurriculars to be in at least 3 clubs to get into the top schools and when you walk into our social studies wing there is a huge board of all of the colleges and it says what their SAT score is what their ACT score is and what their GPA is to get in
1: okay well what if you're in tech prep? Do y'all have tech prep? Like, if you're not going to go to college, there's, like, technical schools. Or, like, if you're going to be a plumber or, um, what's the other one called? Welder.
2: We have CTAE classes. And so we have, like, our farming. Well, I mean, I kind of live more in the country. So we have, like, um, FFA, agriculture classes, forestry classes.
1: That. So what, how are they approached about all this?
2: Um, I was never in any of those. The only CTAE class I was in was cooking freshman year. Which was fun. She always approached it as, I don't know, she always said that cooking was the most important class because it's the only class that you need to survive. Whereas the other classes, it's just, it makes you maybe better, but you don't need it to actually live.
1: So, but those kids do not go through this where they sit down and AP and all that because it's... Well, no, everyone in our school is like... Well, like
2: they push everyone to take APs and be like the best, and then every semester we get
1: our class ranks. Okay, and let me just tell you this: Anderson, specifically, you know, she's Skip's daughter. She's not my daughter. I met her when she was three, but it, so she's very she's so much like Skip. Skip, his 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 downfall, which he can use as a as a springboard, is approval. He just goes after approval. If he feel like if he feels like he is like not doing the best or he's letting somebody down uh he just wants to crawl under a rock and die yeah period. same and anderson is that way god it, she was as a kid i think i had to spank her and it wasn't even a spanking that's actually a funny story like once because if she knew you were disappointed with her her world was broken wrecked wrecked so now you get a kid then sit down sit them down and tell them like, hey, you need to focus on this, and here's the it needs to be. So if she's slipping up, she's, like, wanting to slit her wrist, you know? Like, to the point of, when she was little, I said, Anderson, we went to the bathroom stall, and I said, do not sit on the commode, because, you know, she's a girl. I'm like, I wanted her to, I taught her to get the toilet paper, line it up on the toilet seat so she doesn't sit on the raw toilet. I look over, <laughs> and she is crying, because I'm in a different stall, crying. I'm like, what the fuck? She has pissed all over the floor. Your boyfriend's going to love to hear this. But the reason she told me, she goes, you told me not to sit on the toilet. Bless her heart. And I go, oh, my God. I did. I did. She took it literal. But she's like that. If you tell her something, like these teachers, she sees it as, hey, it has to be this way, period. So if she, fall, if she slips up, she's like, oh, my God. This is too much. This is too much pressure. So now there's that. So there's pressure about just, like. Not measuring up. And then, what if you don't make that score? What are you going to do now? You know? <laughs> fail at life? Yeah. So, there's that. Um, okay, now let's talk about your family. What do they expect? Because she threw this on me. You expect me to go to college? I mean, no one's, like,
2: come out and say it, but it's pretty obvious that every, like, It might be them, like, encouraging you, like, oh, you can do this, you can do that, you're going to go to a great college, and you're going to get a great job, but to me, it sounds like you have to go to a great college, you have to get a good job, you have to have a good family life, so, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she said it, she said the magic words, and I, was it that... I feel like I, I hear. What'd you just say? Yeah. They so say when. What you hear? Yeah.
2: When they say, "Oh, you can do this. You can do that." I hear. I have to do this. I have oh to. Oh my
1: God! We can just stop the podcast right now. <laughs> because, and I had another mom. She goes. I told my daughter this X, Y, and Z, and that you know about priorities, and that just because she needs to start doing X, Y, and Z because she should do this, and she's so you know she's not good at it. So I'm trying to teach her that, and I go. How do you know when you're talking to her that she doesn't just see it as another way that she is falling short and sucking and that she's already behind the eight ball and she's making major mistakes? Mm-hmm. And she didn't answer me back. She kind of paused, but you have no idea how your kids are taking it. Um, so just I love that Anderson just said that. They say this X, Y, and Z, but what I hear is that's gold. Well, okay, well, then what should we as parents say to, make, to take the pressure off of you? I don't know, just like,
2: like what's going on. In, if someone were to ask me what's going in, on in your life, I would probably just break down. <laughs> like I don't know what I would do. Um, I would just start freaking out about like all of the social life, all of the school life, if I like sports, uh, my family, everything. But I mean, just to get it out every once in a while and have that breakdown is good. <laughs>
1: Just about how much stressed how just how stressed out you are.
2: Yeah, and then, like, just knowing that it won't be like forever. No. Like, you won't always be stressed
1: out. Um, do any of your any of your family? Did they ever say like, hey, they know what it's like? Did they talk about how they were stressed out too, or? Mm -hmm. I
2: will say there's like really There's almost no way to comfort me Because if someone's like Oh I know how you're feeling I'm like no you don't Like I know what I'm going through No one else is going through what I'm going through And like when I hear it back Like I know it sounds crazy But I'm still going to keep saying it Because that's
1: how I feel What about kids though? Do your friends talk about how stressed out they are? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm
2: And so that was actually one of the things That broke up one of my friendships Is that I was talking about how stressed out I was taking all my AP classes and having to do this and that. And she goes, oh, well, you did that to yourself. Like, obviously, I know I did that to myself, but I don't want to hear it. And so we haven't talked
1: since. Well, maybe that's kind of a good friend. Yeah. Tell her that uh, you got caught up in your feelings. Yeah. She'll have you back. you <laughs> gladly go back. Um, okay. So social life. Good God. This is Huge. Huge. Um, Anderson is, it's really cool, because, you know, me, I had sex when I was, like, 14 and a half, 15, um, I fucking smoked pot, partied, like, in homecoming court, partied some more, you know, <laughs> and my, my home life was shit, man, in high school, was so bad, um, but anyway, that, that's kind of how I, I grew up and everything, uh, Skip, her dad, he graduated a virgin. He was 19. He got signed to Pro Ball out of high school. He had a, quote, you know, great family life, very, you know, quote, normal, uh, stuff like that. So Anderson is actually one of those. She is in the crowd of no boyfriend, um, just a great kid. You know, she's not smoking dope. And I'm not saying a bad kid smokes dope, okay? I'm not saying that. I just know I smoked a lot of fucking dope. I did not care about school, but I'm an entrepreneur. Let's just, let's just say that. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying right now that if your kid smokes up there or back here. I'm just saying, she's—I uh, don't think so. I mean, if I gave you a piss test right now, would pass it? Okay. Now she's drank. She she drinks. So, at parties, you can say no. Water. Yeah. Water. <laughs> this is a this is a fully fully disclosed information here. Anyway, Water I know that soda. she has had alcohol before. Mm, no. And and I try to. Yeah yeah she has it. She's gonna say no. So anyway, what I, what I teach is um, some things to go by, you know, with Uber and Lyft and um, a brain of a very smart girl and cell phones. Do not get in the car. Don't get in the fucking car with somebody that's been drinking. Um, you use Lyft. You use Uber. You make sure somebody's got the DD. Um, do not put your drink down. Don't be fucking pounding shots of, of liquor because you're going to get hammered drunk. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. I try to educate her versus saying, do not drink because I know what I did. And I know just what kids do. Um, and I also know a lot, uh, like you damn adults out there, when you get fucking stressed, guess what you want to do? You want to fucking smoke and drink. Okay? They're no different. So I'm not going to have my head in the sand and say she's not going to do it. Uh, I want to educate her so she is street smart. And I think she's getting there. I think she's getting there. But she's a good kid. Social life is a really funky thing. I was talking to her last night. I said, all right, tell me about your friends. Why oh, don't I have any friends? And we got into the why. So... First off, how would what one word? This would be funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> emoji. If you can use an like emoji. Emojis. Okay, how about gifs? Gifs. GIFs. Oh. How about those? I mean I don't really Okay, use you this. either have to pick an emoji, a gif, gif, or one word to describe how you just view and like right now social life is.
2: Mine or like how my generation is? Yours.
1: Mm, sad. <laughs> sad. Yeah. Okay because she was like I just need I need more friends because I need to be in the social scene and all that and we got down to why 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 and we kind of got down to um it was preconceived stuff that was in your head right like things you needed to do once again to to what just have friends like
2: it used to be where it was like the nicest or like not like the nicest girls the girls with the most like respected like those were the girls that were like had the friends and now it's like the girls who party the most the girls who have had sex the girls who have tons and tons of boyfriends and are like loose and stuff those are the girls who like have all the friends
1: and everything you said another word too it was the s word s sex Mm -mm. like another thing that made you pretty is what you told me what makes skinny skinny yeah so, we got into that, and I was like, all right, what are some friends that made you feel insecure? And she told me, and why, and how they made her feel insecure. Um, and now, by the way, how how did I approach you? Because how should a parent not approach a, a, a teen to talk about this shit? Mm,
2: kind of just with, like, an attitude. Like, you were very just, like, laid back, like, casually asking the questions instead of, like, well, why don't you have friends? Like, what do you think? Like kind of like having that weird tone behind
1: it. Oh, okay. Uh, what was the word? Makes me turn defensive. Yeah, well, what's that word? Uh, integrate. Like like mm-hmm. you feel like you're integrate. being... Integrate. Yeah, uh, like you're a damn murder or something. I'm sitting here trying to get yeah, information from you. Okay, so I was genuinely interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and you didn't feel like you would, you would be wrong. Yeah. Maybe. You I felt mean, safe in some way, so I'm trying to figure yeah. out how you felt safe. I felt, I think
2: part of it is just because, like, not to discredit you or anything, but the fact that you aren't, like,
1: your my, like, mom. parent, yeah. yeah,
2: and so I think you
1: as more of a friend got it, than a parent, which is okay. easier. well, then what about this? What about when they say, I'm not your friend, I'm your mother? Well, then, <laughs> don't expect <laughs> me to talk to you like a friend. Because, see, like, I know right now in my head I don't want to say her name. You know I'm talking about. They're real close with their daughters. And they, they like, hang out together. She knows a lot about what's going on with her daughters. Because they are somewhat friends. She's also a great mom to them, like, nurturing. So do you think there can absolutely be a friend and mo- mother? hmm Yeah, but I wouldn't take it too far. No, no, I'm not going to party. I'm not yeah. going to be hammered <laughs> like, with you and your friends. Yeah. I'm not going to be, like, annoying, like, mean girls. I mom. just
2: think there needs to be, like... There's definitely, like, taking it to, like, the mean girl's mom is way too far. Yeah. Like, where you're going out partying with me mm-hmm. and my friends, like, whenever I'm with my friends, you're around, like, no, that's I'm not, not... gonna No, that. that's not gonna... That's embarrassing. Yeah. And, but, like, to the point where it's, like, you're, like, a mom, and so you set structure and rules, but also, like, I can come and talk to you whenever I need to.
1: Okay, okay, wait. What makes you feel or what would make a girl out there with this interrogating type of mother
2: tongue.
1: Mhm. Um, oh my god, I had such a good question. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how it how it could work. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how you could feel safe with that type. Like how can that mom that's normally going to approach it like that not approach it like that?
2: Um I don't know, it's going to be really awkward, but maybe just like sit your daughter or son down and be like, okay, what's going on? Like, just, like, with a very calm and, like, loving tone.
1: Mm. Like, okay,
2: what's going on? How, like, what? how can I help you? Like, all this stuff instead of being like, well, what what am I supposed to do about it?
1: Do you think it's because the parent feels like it's their fuck-up?
2: I mean, I couldn't talk from a parent's point of view. You don't
1: really care. They don't, they don't care. That's what's cool about teens, and it's like kids, they're in their own world. Um, Now, this was interesting. We did her love language. This was actually funny. We found out that her love language, and they have the teen quiz. You just just Google teen love language. Um, We did it, and hers was quality time and words of affirmation. Now, Mm -hmm. this shit is the bomb, which was funny because I'm like, damn, this is awesome because my love language is um, acts of kindness. Acts of 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 service. Yeah, service. And so when she was growing up, you know, I met her when she was three, so I'd always make her do shit, not like a slave or like Cinderella. It was just little stuff. Hey Anderson, help me Windex or um here, doctor my legs because it would feel so good. <laughs> and so to her, she was getting quality time. we like, we'd go loaf. Remember, we'd go to mm-hmm. yard sales, we'd go shop, we'd go ma- like so they were painting a piece of furniture. Well, I'm getting help. She's getting quality time, so it was perfect. But when we figured this out. She realized, wow, sometimes people, you know, in her family, dad, whoever, they may buy her stuff like well, I sent you money, or I bought you this, or what was another one you said? Uh,
2: um, it was just like, well, I would, what was it? It was like, because someone will be like, oh, well, I gave you this and this and this. Why aren't you, like, why, how is that, how
1: are you not happy with me? And I was like, <laughs> I don't care about all of these things. And see, and that's what a parent would go, she's ungrateful and entitled. No, that's just not her love language. Yeah. That's yours. That must be how that person receives love. And, and that's like, what
2: I try to say, too. I'm like, I am not being ungrateful or anything. Like, I am grateful for every single thing I have, <clears throat> but it would have gone a lot farther if you had done something else. Yeah,
1: well, you, I remember you used to saying, like, it meant more to you to go, like, pick it out with them or with mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Like, for us to get, go out together and say, mm-hmm. here, go get what you want instead of, like, hey, yeah. So finding out your kid's love language is a, is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, and then it comes down to your own bullshit. You know, a lot of parents do this. And there was a commercial I just saw on Facebook, and it was a mom approaching another mom, and, how's your kid doing? Oh, mine's at Harvard. And the other one's was, like, working at a, you know, just a normal job. And the bougie mom was acting a certain way, and then she gets in her car, and her, and her son, because she just was like, oh, my God, he even brought me to the grocery store. Isn't that sweet? And the other mom was like, you know, she's kind of feeling shitty about herself at this point. But the kid... This lady, the bougie mom, gets in the car, and the kid looks at her and he goes, Good God, Mom, can we fucking go now? You know, he goes, You make me do this shit with you. I want to be with my friends. And they have this shitty relationship. The other kid that works at a store and knocks on the door to the mom, you know, the other mom, brings her flowers, and he goes, Hey, Mom, I just wanted to stop by. And she's like, Oh, my God, I'm so glad you came by. Do you want to go get some breakfast? And he goes, Yeah. You know, it's just such a big difference. Um, yeah, so anyway, don't know where that was going, but it's it's your own bullshit. So obviously a lot of parents get caught up in feeling less than. So I'm going to live through my kids and she's going to do this. Now that validates how, that I'm really worth it. You know, like if we go up, if you grow up, um, feeling, you know, if you have low self-esteem, if you have, the bee just flew by, if you have low self-esteem, maybe you're going to preach to your kid how important it is to fit in and to look a certain way. And if you don't look a certain way, then you're not going to, that's your shit. Your kid may be fucking valedictorian and homecoming queen without even trying. You know what I'm saying? So now you're projecting your shit onto them. So a lot of times, you need to clear yourself and have a lot of self-love before you can give it out to anybody else. Um, but as far as Anderson saying, you know, I'm easy to talk to because I'm like uh, an aunt or a friend. Would you say an aunt or yeah. a friend? An aunt.
2: I would say an aunt.
1: Yeah, I had a cool aunt too. Um, and she actually would take up for me a lot of, a lot of times, and my mom was just, Ugh. But I would say maybe... You don't want to say, how hey, you go to a counselor because now you feel crazy. Yeah. So how would you, a mom out there right now, she has, they don't have a, a Casey. They don't have an aunt or a friend.
2: Mm-hmm. So where does
1: she send her daughter? Where did you send your son?
2: I don't know. I would just, like, try your best to talk to them. And one thing I do want to say is even if you're trying your best and you're doing everything we say and, like, you find out their love language and you're, like, giving all your support, all your love, everything into them, they're at the end of the day we're still teenagers like we still have our own problems that we're just not going to want to tell anyone right like it's not things that I say to my parents too is sometimes when I'm acting and when I know I'm being mean to them and stuff it's like I literally I will tell them I will go it is not your fault at all like, what I'm going through and the reason I'm mad and the reason I'm sad and the reason I'm doing all of this towards you is not your fault at all. I just had a bad day and I just want to shut myself in my room and, like, watch Netflix or something. Like, I, I just want mood. to be alone. It's yeah. Bad
1: mood. I mean, kids, toddlers are that way. Um, babies, you know, they go through leaps. We just need a fucking, I guess, reminder. But, see, you know that. Some kids mm-hmm. don't know that. Yeah. Some kids are not going to come out and say that because they're wanting to be mean to their mom or dad. hmm Um, so an outlet, Mm. I mean, do you find comfort in reading forums online or listening to podcasts or hearing about other things or you talk to your, like, how do you, honestly, I just like talk.
2: I will always talk to my friends with what's going on with me before I talk to my parents. But the last thing you want to do is go and ask your friend, your kids' friends what they're going through.
1: Hold on. So it would be, like, me going to who? Like,
2: if you went to, like, my best friend and be like, so what's wrong with her now? Like, why is she being upset like that? We'll just put you in some hot water.
1: (laughs) Did did that happen to you?
2: No, but I just find it. Like, I've had someone ask me before. Like, why... Like, what's wrong with her? And I'm like, I can't tell you. (laughs) Like, no.
1: What do you feel... Do you think it's, like, you, you would feel betrayed? You would feel...
2: It's just weird. Like... Also, even if that person tells, like when I tell people what's going on in my life, that's like for no one else's ears to hear unless I chose to tell them. So, I don't know. It's just like weird. I don't know. I just trust like my best friend. I tell her stuff because we have like basically the same life. Like our parents got divorced when we were both really young. Like we both have like the same relationships with our parents. So, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then what was affecting Anderson in a negative way was she was sitting there once again putting this pressure on herself like the colleges um, with, with social life. She was thinking that, you know, because in her in her world, to fit in, you need to be, or to be pretty, you need to be skinny. We're almost done. You need to be skinny. You need to be a cheerleader. You need to go to a, what do we call it kind of school? A, a well-known type of school, uh, yeah. college, you know. You have to do all those things to equal successful and pretty and and that's like that means everything. So she was with these friends, quote, friends, uh, kinda kinda just some of them were had the same type of ideas and you know, insecurities. Because that's not skinny it does not equal pretty. I told her I was like, Adele's not skinny and she's pretty and she looked at me like I had four heads. Um but anyway, talking about those friends, and, and may, if they make you feel any type of negative, any type of way, insecure, whatever, just dump them, right? Just yeah. go find a new friend. I was telling her last night. Go find a friend that's like you. Anderson's very responsible. She takes care of her sister. She takes care of our kids. She's, they call you teen mom, don't they? Yeah. <clears throat> and um, she works. Not many, Not many. There's not a lot of kids that work. She's had her own bank account. How long? Uh, eighth grade, maybe? Yeah. She's had her own bank account. Um, She's just really responsible, and like you say, you know, divorced parents, whatever. It's cool to find another girl, you know, and even the boyfriend thing. Find somebody else that's kind of in the same area. You just It's just good, you know. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about at the end of the day to finish up the conversation, uh, because self-esteem is a huge thing. You know, uh, women, me, I I mean, I have issues with unworthiness and all that stuff, and then there's some that actually have low, low, low self-esteem based on whatever they've been through. Um, but it is real for, for teenagers because I think they said 80% of their self-esteem drops when they start their period. I mean, I remember that feeling, and it, and it sucked. So that's where they're at. And um, I was like, okay, well, what will make you feel pretty? What will make you feel good? And she was like, get my nails done, tan, and um, what was another one?
2: Just like... Shave your legs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I said, go get your nails done. And um, she's like, I don't have any money. She's got money. I said, you'll make more money if you feel good, and that's the truth. And then it came down to weight. Mm-hmm. your body image because to her growing up once again in her mind she has heard it her whole life you know pretty or skinny equals pretty and you just said it you may we we may not say that to you somehow you are perceiving it whether it's from tv parents friends you perceive it as you are only pretty if you're skinny and that's so false but it is what it is she t- she took it that way so i said anderson here we go Your your aunt dory Gorgeous. Holy shit, Skip's sister's so pretty. Doesn't even try. Can't stand. It. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh Anderson it reminds me a lot of her. And if they don't and Skip's whole family's like this, if if they're not active and they eat, they don't eat well, they get fat. But if they like put effort in, half ass effort, go two weeks to the gym and eat pretty good, their bodies it's it's it actually pisses me off because they get results so fast. Um that's just their body types. And that's like Anderson, that's how her body is. Um, and she, you quit doing uh, lacrosse, mm-hmm. right? Started working. That there. was
2: awful. If any, if any of your <clears throat> kids ask you if they should quit a sport, I mean, like, <laughs> I would say don't let them. But if someone said that I couldn't, I would have been mad at the time. But I regret so much Why? not doing it. Why? I just miss the social aspect of it. Like, all of my friends, they would come into school the next day and be like, oh, number 26 at that game last night was so awful. And, like, I remember those times from, like, last year when I did it. And it was probably, like, the biggest regret of my life so far.
1: What church? Church gives that feeling.
2: Well, yeah, but it's just, like, that sport, like, you have, like you're like you with those people for three hours after school every single day. You have games with them. You go through conditioning together, which you hate. You have, like, social. a common enemy. Like,
1: that's a really good social thing.
2: Yeah, and it just, like, it got you in such good shape. Like, you're just running across the field 10,000 okay, well, times. And I'll tell
1: you this, too, if you have daughters or, or sons, you know, because you're not all... Dance is a cool gig because you can dance at 40 years old. You don't have to have, like, a gym or anything. You can just start dancing. It can stay with you through life. But softball, cheerleading, I mean, you could cheer. You know, all that shit's going to leave. You're going to get pregnant. You're going to go to college, and you're going to get married. Hello, 50 pounds. Um, so it's really good in high school to adapt the healthy eating lifestyle and exercise just as a baseline. That way you can take it on throughout life. Dance, mm-hmm. so you can do that. But when it comes to the... Um, extracurricular i love that 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 helps me just knowing to keep your kids in for social aspect uh what was i going to ask you though something about sports your social i can't remember i can't remember
2: i think that's when it really went downhill for me when like oh body image oh yeah so
1: we said i saw anderson where's your hot mom's login because you know i have hot moms we got workout plans and she goes, I lost it, <laughs> or whatever, so we got, her, we got her on that, and I showed her, I was like, look, pull this up, follow this meal plan, I showed her how to do it this morning, she got up, and I told her, I was like, you're going to want to eat fucking brownies, I mean, that's just the fact, so you're going to have to make yourself do this, we took her pictures, and you actually were motivated. you were like, okay, there was hope, right, mm-hmm. but it come down to, she, she was not happy with her body, were you happy with your body in lacrosse? Um, I got happier just because
2: I started looking, like, obviously, like, I'm conditioning, like, <laughs> two hours after school every day. Like, I did, I just felt better about myself because I was doing stuff. Exactly.
1: So, that's huge. I love that. Extracurricular. That's huge. Just for that aspect. Like, even if it's wreck something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Active. Uh, which, adults need to do it, too. That's why CrossFit's so big because it's, everybody feels a part of something. It's a community and they, and it's exercise. Huge that's why women love workout classes <laughs> um but at the end of the day there are certain things that you need to, to feel pretty you need to take what you have been told that's pretty and throw it out the fucking window but what makes you feel pretty getting your nails done being tan that's healthy mm-hmm. don't want you to get skin cancer and being physically fit and feeling good and now i told her, I was like, we can't be getting like obsessed now don't be <clears throat> getting below 135 and obsessed over it um Yeah, we're not trying to do that. Just a healthy body image where, okay, you're happy. And then if maybe if they do that, like, let's just say you hit 135 in a a medium, you hit it. Are you going to be happy? Like, what if you're still not happy? You're just going to go to the next thing? Yeah. But at least you know now, like, okay, got the body. Here's what Mm -hmm. it feels like. Cool. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of go for happy.
2: Yeah, if I got the body and I still don't feel good, then I'm going to be like, well, what's making me not feel good? And then fix that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, repair that and dive into it. So go for happy. Go for happy. What you, what you say makes you happy, not what somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. One last takeaway, and we're done. What 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 do moms need to know? What do moms need to know? Dads um, need to know. Give us some advice.
2: I would say. Just when you talk to your kids, even if they, even if it seems like a very small thing, like I. What was I talking? One day I was talking about how like. I don't know, I was organizing my room, and, like, something didn't fit into something else perfectly, or, like, I'm, like, crazy about handwriting, and so I was doing this essay, and I was halfway through it, and I, like, completely, like, my handwriting just completely changed, and I redid the whole thing, and so, like, no matter what they're going through, how stupid it seems, or, like, how small, just, like, genuinely, like, care. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, just, like... If like if they're talking to you about something that's stupid that you think is stupid that they think that or that you think doesn't matter in the big scheme of things, just make them like even if you don't,
1: just act like you do. Like like <laughs> care. Say I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah. I hear like you. I'm or like look me in the eye. Yeah. Like I hear you. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like when Skip said, I was like, Anderson, what did he tell you? And she goes, Dad told me not to worry about it. And I fucking laughed. I was like, you tell me when he tells you that. That's somebody that stays up throwing up all night when he's got something to do because he worries so bad. Yeah, like, w- But wouldn't it been cool though? Hey baby, She's looking. But now Skip Skip will say, "Well, thanks a lot for trash me on the internet." Or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's once again, it would have been cool to what for him to say.
2: Or like I know, you're, like I know that it's a lot of pressure, and we'll figure out how to do it. Like, um, like when he, like someone else said, like, "Well, tell me what we have to do, and we'll get it done." So like support. Yeah, like look up. SAT, ACT classes that you need to do, and we'll get you in them, and we'll get it done.
1: So, yeah, like, listen to them, say, I hear you, Um, how can I help? Yeah. Make you feel better? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Because, like, I know Dad was just trying to help when he was saying don't worry about it. He was. But when I was saying how stressed Uh I was and how awful it's going to be, and he was like, oh, you're too young, you don't have to worry about that right now. I'm like, yes, I do! Right. Like, I'm a senior in high school, I need to worry about what
1: I'm doing next year. Yeah, no, I feel you. Well, cool. Well, thank you, Sunny. You're welcome. Do you want to put your IG here or no? No.
2: <laughs> We're good. <laughs> okay, fine,
1: fine. We'll blur her face out. All right. Well, I uh, will see you next time. Bye, bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast with Casey Ship. Be sure to follow us at HMZ Fitness underscore or subscribe to Casey Ship on YouTube. Till next time.